Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing podcast. Uh, we've got a lot to cover today. I'm going I'm to speak quickly to get all this in. Uh, uh, what a day. What a bear trap. What, we've been talking about this pretty much all week long, about this bear trap that's been setting up here. And we really saw it happen today, at least from, from my observation. So many perma bears now coming back out of the woodwork. They finally see their opportunity to, I don't know, add to their followers and their list. Most perma bears are not investors. I, I think we know that by now, right? They're list builders. They know that fear sells, negative sales. That's why they're negative, because they're building their list. And they work for other people. They sell their list. And then that's all the spam emails that you tend to get. That's where those come from. Perma bears aren't investors. They're list builders. And so when, when Janet Yellen came out a couple days ago and said <laughs> that uh, interest rates are probably going to have to go up so we can uh, make sure the economy doesn't overheat, boy, they, they really pounced on that because tech has been weak. Tech was flagging, right? Uh, and we saw signs of, wait a minute, what's, what's going on? We just came out of these great first quarter earnings where everybody from Apple to Facebook to you name it, everybody crushed. If you're in tech... And you didn't crush in the first quarter. Uh, and I'm not talking about your share performance. I'm talking about your earnings performance. If you didn't crush in the first quarter, then you know what? You really did something wrong. Because first quarter was just that great, right? And second quarter is going to be even better. But then here came this avalanche of selling. And it was really a buy the rumor, sell the news event uh, that started some weakness in tech. And it started to cascade a little bit. We, we had just really gotten overbought. Sentiment got a little bit stretched. And here comes Yellen with her warning, which, of course, she completely walked back after the close that day. Uh, and, you know, what's happened to rates since then? Interest rates have only gone lower since Yellen made that claim. And, uh, boy, what a big reversal we had in the markets today. But I, we want to get higher rates. Higher rates would be incredibly bullish for both the economy and the market. Incredibly bullish. I'm going to tell you the facts of that in just a moment. Let's cover the market first. Big reversal today uh, in NASDAQ, most, most particularly. NASDAQ went down this morning 120 points, finished higher by 50 points. It's a 120-point swing in NASDAQ. Uh, we really like the semiconductors here. We've been adding to those positions this week. I think in parabolic options, we're going to be buying some uh, semiconductor-related calls tomorrow. Probably should have done it today. Uh, we really like uh, Kathy Wood's ARK uh, ETF, ARKK here. Probably going to buy calls in that as well, actively traded, uh, back to the 200-day moving average. The semis are back to the 100-day moving average. These, these, are, these are great buying opportunities here because this bull market is in its infancy. That's how we see it. We call it like we see it. And um, you know what? Uh, we'll leave it to other people to, uh, to say this, that, or the other thing can happen. We're going to tell you what we believe is going to happen based on my 36 years of doing this, the VRA investing system, and the fact that I never watch CNBC or Bloomberg, a little bit of Fox Business just because I want to stay somewhat connected to, to what's happening in culture. Uh, but as far as Bloom, my, my trading has gotten so much better since I turned off cable TV and stopped watching these uh, talking heads uh, on financial uh, news media uh, because they're just talking their book. They're just selling what they're, they're, they're selling what they're telling you to buy. They're, they're, they're offloading it. And I think, yeah, I think most of us have figured that out by now. But point being, we see this pullback 
this pause, this rotation out of tech into value, it's going to come right back into tech, we think is a great buying opportunity. We've been saying that for some time now. Uh, Dow Jones today also had a nice rally. Again, great smart money hour. We're huge fans of the final hour of trading. It's probably the most, it is the most consequential hour of trading of the day. As they say, the opening hour is amateur hour. The final hour is for professionals. Uh, professionals tend to sell at the open, and then they want to get positioned for the next day, the next month, next week, whatever, at the close. Great smart money hour again today. That's another repeating pattern we've had. Dow Jones finishing up 318 points at 34,548. That is another new all-time high. We had a shit ton of all-time highs today. I'll cover that more in just a moment as well. Everything finished higher today. Uh, SP 500 had about the same percentage gains as the Dow did, up uh, right at eight tenths of one percent, up 34 points at 4201. Again, Nasdaq up uh, 50 points at, at 13,632. And finally, Russ 2000 just up fractionally at 2241. Love this group here. Love small caps here. A lot of value in small caps. Again, let let me walk you through this whole. Higher interest rates are going to kill the economy. I don't know what people are smoking, but it's not very good stuff because they have no perspective. And I, I, I don't know where they're even getting their data and facts from. So tomorrow morning before the market opens, uh, 8.30 Eastern, we get the jobs report uh, for the month of April. You've heard it. You know, everyone's looking for these massive uh, jobs uh, to be created. Same thing. March was a great month. What was it? 900,000 plus jobs. We're looking for, uh, over, as Tyler covered yesterday, uh, about 40% of all economists uh, that were uh, surveyed by Bloomberg are looking for more than 1 million jobs to be created in the month of April. Seen some numbers as high as 2 million. Some people at 1.5 to 2 million jobs. Again, th those would be quote-unquote, hot readings, okay? And no, we wouldn't be concerned by it at all. We hope there are 10 million jobs created. But the, the, the bigger point we're trying to make here is that everybody's saying that rates have to spike higher. We hope they're right. So far, they've been nothing but wrong. Uh, and we'll talk about that more in a moment as well because if you saw commodities today, gold, silver, copper, everything's flying today. Uh, again, Negative real rates only are getting much more negative. This is not a sign of a rising rate cycle. It's just not. We're just not seeing it. But we want to. Here's what I'm talking about. If you are concerned about rising rates, let me first remind you that from the 1995 to 2000 bull market in NASDAQ, the best bull market ever, okay, NASDAQ rose 575% over five years. The average 10-year yield then was 4.7%. It was actually a little bit higher than that. It, for, for, for two years, it was over 6%, the 10-year. <laughs> Where are we today? Well, let's see. Today, the 10-year is trading at 1.56%. If you really want to have some fun, go back to 1980 when the 10-year was 15%, 10x higher than today. But the point being, in our best bull market ever, 95 to 2000 in NASDAQ, right? Yields were 4.7% as a five-year average. We're today 1.5%. But let's say that the, 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 uh, the, the, the higher rates are going to kill us crowd is right. What would happen to the markets if we're going to go through a rising rate cycle? Okay, great data here, I think. Going back to 1962, We've had 17, so we wrote this to our clients today. 
We had, so we've had 17 cycles of rising rates going back to 1962. These last uh, less than two years on average from, 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 from trout to peak. So how has the market done during these 17 cycles of rising rates? So we're using the SP of 100 here. The average gain going back to 1962 over these 17 cycles has been 21.5%. Again, a lot of these are six-month windows, one-year windows. The average is less than two-year. But these are big-time reasons to be bullish on the market. We want to see higher rates. So if you're listening to anyone, be it on TV or otherwise, that's telling you that if interest rates go higher, it's a negative for stocks, please know that you're, you're listening to someone that just doesn't know their history. Look, anything can happen. Past results are no guarantee of future performance. We all know that. But this is a pretty strong repeating pattern going back to 62. We want to see rates rise because if that happens, the SP 500 is going to explode higher. Um, and it also, by the way, is a sign of a healthy economy. So, look, <laughs> our view, interest rates are only going to go lower. They're only going to go lower. There's just too much demand for capital. And again, rates are negative to, to flat in Europe and Japan and competition for capital. Everyone's buying U.S. debt. That, acts as, that's, that, that demand for U.S. debt at a much higher yield acts as gravity for our yields, which is why they can't go higher. So with all that said, <clears throat> this was a bear trap. We think it's a, an extremely good buying opportunity. The market's here, and that is how we're treating it. Okay, let's take a look today. Again, all-time highs. <clears throat> I just, I'm just going to name the six or seven that I saw in the first two minutes of looking. Dow Jones, Dow Jones Transports. Again, that's another very short-term Dow theory by signal. These, these don't happen at the sign of a market top. These only happen when the market's about to speed up, when the move higher is about to go faster. Dow theory by signal. Dow Jones and, and Dow Jones Transports both hitting all-time highs. Housing index, not the index, but the XHB, the housing ETF, hit an all-time high today. XLF, the financial ETF, all-time high. BKX, the bank index, all-time high. Materials, all-time high. Consumer staples, all-time high. I could keep going, but those are the biggies. Uh, what is that, seven or eight again today? Uh, again, this is, as Tyler loves to say, all-time highs beget more all-time highs. There is rarely a better, again, this flies in the face of what you probably heard, uh, or at least what a lot of people have heard, but history tells us, this is a very clear point, there is almost no better time to buy than when the markets are at all-time high. Why is that? Because there's no resistance. Everyone that owns it has got a profit in it. There's no one left to sell. That your sellers come from weakness, right? So all-time highs are one of the, historically speaking, one of the very best times to invest. So again, ignore the perma bears, ignore pretty much everybody you see on TV, unless it's me or you listen to, to Tyler and our podcast or maybe on radio. Other than that, uh, well, reach out to us. We'll let you know whether they, they stand up to our scrutiny. But we remain long and strong and aggressively bullish, and we are buying dips here. We'd love to see, a, what we'd love to see, a huge jobs report tomorrow. You know, I'd love to see 2 million jobs created in April I'd love to see NASDAQ get whacked by a couple hundred points as, as open. And folks, we would be all over that. I don't think we're going to get that. Matter of fact, I think most of the economists will probably be proven wrong. I don't think we're going to get one and a half million jobs. I don't know what the number is going to be because you know, these, these numbers can be – they are so heavily manipulated month to month. But uh, again, 
this this pullback's a buying opportunity. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's look at our sector watch today. Oh, first under the hood, let's look at our uh, at our uh, advanced excuse me market internals. Okay, Kip, let's get it going here. Uh, not great readings today. Uh, not not matter of fact, these were not good readings. Not with the kind of gains we had today. Uh, but this is pretty common when you're going to see a turn and a bottom in tech. This is not uncommon. NASDAQ today was negative, <clears throat> both advanced decline and up-down volume. Now, it was down most of the day. That makes that explains some of it. But still, we finished 50 points higher. NASDAQ and, and advanced decline shouldn't have been decidedly, decisively lower, which they were. Not, not even two to one, but, but not, even, not even close to smelling positivity there. NYSE, better. NYSE was positive. Again, not two to one, but 1.3 to one. Advanced decline, NYSE, same thing in volume. We had about $600 million more in, uh, in notional uh, 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 dollar-based uh, uh, positive buying uh, volume uh, than we had on the negative side. Uh, so we'll take that. Again, it's not great, but we'll take it. A little bit different, though. Again, our Star Wars has been for some time now. Uh, new 52 week highs to lows. Let me just get a quick read of that. Yeah, so today we had uh, 575 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to about 180 hitting new 52-week lows. You know, there was a, a 146 of those on NASDAQ. You still got a lot of these crappy SPACs, you know, which triple report. You've got SPACs have their common, the warrants, and the, and the units. Uh, so a lot of this these bad internals from NASDAQ really can be attributed to that. SPACs, of course, have been really a kiss of death uh, for some time now. Um, but you know what? The market hasn't 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 gotten clocked. I think that 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 that's a tell. Uh, I, we'd look at that and say that's a tell. Okay, in our uh, sector watch today, uh, great day. All eleven S and P five hundred sectors closed higher on the day, led by financials up one point four percent, consumer staples up one point three percent. Again, all time high in both of those. Communication services up one percent. Look, tech up one percent. Nothing lower. Uh, great great day today in our in our sector watch, and. Um, Commodity watch now. Again, so we're going to talk a little bit today because, folks, again, if rates were going to spike, gold would not have gained 1.7% today, up $30 an ounce, back over $1,800 an ounce, closing at 1814 Just wouldn't have happened. Real rates continue to become more and more negative. How do you get the real rate? Take the 10-year yield, which, again, 1.56% now, and then subtract from that 10-year yield inflation. Now, they say the CPI is 2%. I know no one that believes that. Let's be generous and say that inflation is only running at 3%, and it's running much, much higher than that, of course. You know, it's amazing what happens when you remove food and energy from your, uh, from your, from your uh, analysis and calculations on inflation, right? And that's what they do. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that should be illegal, shouldn't it? That should absolutely be illegal, uh, but let's just say inflation is running at 3%. We take the 10-year at 1.56, minus 3%. Folks, you've got we'll – just, we'll just round it up. We'll say uh, uh, we've got negative, negative 1.5% real rates. That is, that is a – there is no bigger buy signal for precious metals than that. And if you believe like we do that inflation is only going to continue higher and that, yes, rates will probably keep going lower – uh, again, my view is that uh, 10 years headed back to 1% uh, before it hits 2.5%. Uh, but so, uh, but if, you, if you believe that, then you have to own precious metals and miners. 
Uh, today it was significant because in addition to the move higher, by the way, silver today up a big 3.5% at 27.45 an ounce. Um, what was significant today is that GDX, the minor ETF, got back to its 200-day, starting to chart out. It looked like a very interesting chart pattern. We were aggressively long precious metals and miners. Copper as well. Copper, all-time high today. It been threatening to do so. I think it did it late yesterday and echoed that today up 1.9% today at $4.60 a pound. Oil was soft today, down 76 cents a barrel at sixty four eighty seven. And finally for the day, uh, Bitcoin uh, down eleven sixty at fifty five thousand nine fifty seven. I'll make one final point on Bitcoin and crypto cryptocurrencies. If you work in this space, unless you want the karma, bad negative, bad juju, to rain down on your head from the investing gods, little G. Unless you want that to happen, stop telling people that gold is a lesser investment than cryptocurrencies. People should sell their Bitcoin and, and uh, sell their gold and buy Bitcoin. I see a lot of people that are in the industry, like leaders in the industry of cryptos, that are saying that. And um, when they all start saying it together, and I noticed that about three, four days ago, that's usually when gold's about to have a massive rally and cryptos are about, about to reverse. So, um, look, these are completely different asset classes. They have no tie whatsoever with each other, right? Um, I, we own both. Which one do I like more? Without question, gold and silver. Physical, of course. There is no question about that. Uh, but again, we like having exposure to these. If, 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 if you have an asset class that's rocking higher, we want to be in that. As trend followers, that's, it's, it's, not, it's really not that much more complicated than that. Uh, but no, uh, gold and silver are not lesser investments than Bitcoin. That's insanity. Anyone saying that, I really question, I really question them. And I think they should be a little more introspective before they make these kind of bizarre statements uh, about the only com uh, currency on the planet for, what, 6,000 years, uh, as opposed to um, a bubble asset class, which is clearly cryptocurrencies. All right, folks, that's it for the day. As always, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.